All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I hate to break the fishing news after Ramchuk, but I'd like to speak about the ice hockey. Congratulations, you're one of the 13 listeners of the Real Life Podcast. We just traded a migraine in for like an orgasm. Might want to mark that down. All of my projects are on schedule until they're not. A member of the Nation Network of Podcasts. About as funny as we're going to get today. Did you know Chalmers and me and Brett have another podcast that we work on together in addition to this podcast? that one? Right after this podcast on Thursdays. <laughs> and it's called Wanya's World and it's taking the internet by storm. And so is he Garth? No. <laughs> He's Dr. Dre. And I'm Easy E without AIDS. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yep. All right, Pink. Wanya's World. Look it up. What the fuck's getting on here? Already. This place I just, just walked in. I shut the door. It's boiling. Now. The window's also rattling in the studio for reasons unknown. No, that's known. But why? Why is it rattling? Is it the furnace? I don't know. <laughs> pressure. There's a lot pressure. of pressure. Oilers fans. The pressure uh-huh. of being alive. Maybe yeah, that's what's making it, the earth. It's hot in here, and the pressure's building, and the windows are rattling. It's all seeping in. Oilers pressure. Why? What's happening? Oh, I don't know. Free fall. <laughs> Worst case scenario. Oh, I don't only pay attention to teams that are good. So I'm not really. Oh, I'm wow. Just I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm if just kidding. we lose to the Sharks. I'm, <sighs> I'm, I'm not even going to be surprised. You're not. Their goaltending duo is better than the Oilers goaltending duo. Objectively true. If we lose to the Sharks, Chalmers, I swear to you something bad is going to happen to not us either. I think they're going to trade somebody or fire the coach into the sun or do something because we are how many points out of first in the Pacific already? 18. 18 points. That is right. But you can't move Skinner. 
it has I wouldn't to be move gambling. Skinner. He's an all-star. No, you're gonna absolutely. To, if you're going to move, like, if we're going to follow that rabbit hole down and you're actually going to get rid of Campbell, you would have to trade so much to get rid of him. Why don't you just staple him to the bench for the remainder of the season and play Skinner 72 games and just be like, this is probably a more sure thing. It's not the worst plan. Cam Talbot 2.0 season. Because that was he basically did. what he had to run. Yeah, he played every game. Aren't yeah. they both running like 860 save percentages? Something like that. Oh, it's good. not great. It's not good. Good, not good, ideal. good. My favorite is when others fans demand Dustin Schwartz yeah. get fired. That's my favorite. It is interesting, though. He's kind of like the Teflon Don right now. But like, <laughs> what exactly are you expecting Dustin Schultz to do? Schwartz. Schwartz. Yeah. Almost. Listen, Justin Schultz <laughs> cannot possibly be asked to fix this goaltending. There isn't a coach in the world that can coach you out of an 860 state percentage. While this part you just mentioned, Justin Schultz, is that the Kraken are doing better than the Oilers and they have 25% of their roster as former Oilers. And not good former Oilers either. No. Oh. But like Devin Shore has more goals than half of the Oilers roster. <laughs> Devin Shore plays for the Kraken. Yeah, and yes. he scored a nice and goal. He scored too. a beauty yeah. the other day. Wearing number 94. 94. Hair yeah. flowing too. Yeah. Hair flowing. Who does this guy think he is? New Smitty? And he dressed up as David Beckham and Posh Spice for uh, Halloween, just like. Um, sorry, Leon did that. Yeah. Devin, you fuck. <laughs> yeah, Bex didn't share the Devin Shore costume. No. He only shared the Leon one. Yeah. <laughs> the Halloween costumes were underwhelming this year. Really? Not as good as, as I've seen in the past. Especially if you don't care about Harry Potter and know yeah. anything about it. That I Dobby costume. I, I don't know Harry Potter, I but know. I know that little goblin guy. That was cool. The yeah. Jack Campbell one? Yeah. Huh? Yeah, that was, was Jack Campbell. That was Jack Campbell. Yeah. <laughs> Think of all the hair he had to like put down and mat down. Maybe and- it's just not cute because of how bad they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> if they were doing good, I'd be Aww. like, oh man, they're so That's awesome. Great. What a team. Everybody was Harry Potter. Everybody I thought you were paying attention, children. I know I'm paying attention bad team. As you're a Cardinals fan in football, I might add. Oh, listen. The the heights and the lows of NFL football teams can be drastic. I've been learning about football, and every time I see the Cardinals, I judge you. I'm like, really? He wants Their to cheer for that team? got hurt and is out. And I don't want to pivot this right to football <laughs> or anything, but if you're paying attention, we let a guy go this weekend, or last weekend, sorry, as our quarterback, because we're just like, hey. What's his name? Joshua Dobbs. Oh. And he was he played well for us. He was electric. He was He was a bright spot. Right. It was a bright spot and otherwise in a team that honestly, everybody knew they were going to be one of two of the last teams in the league <gasps> starting this season because our quarterback was gone. We lost our best wide receiver. Our running back got hurt. Like it's just it's, it's a transition year and that's fine. But this guy was like the lone bright spot was getting this one rookie wide receiver, Michael Wilson going. Anyways, Josh Dobbs gets waived because they're going to go with this Clayton Tune, who's just let him. Let's see what he's got. And let's just wait for Kyler to get back because he's coming back now. He's off the pup list. This guy, Josh Dobbs, gets picked up by the Minnesota Vikings. He is the third string quarter back at the time. Or sorry, he gets picked up right after Kirk Cousins goes down. (laughs) This rookie quarterback goes in and like in the first series of downs gets injured. They show Josh Dobbs on the sideline. He doesn't know any of the place. He hasn't talked with any of the O-line. He's brand new. He's brand new. He doesn't know their names. So they're going through like just how to snap it on the sidelines. It's something you don't really. Shouldn't be the same at everywhere you go. Well, no, the cadence is a little different on what do we snap it on one, two, just so that the line knows when to move. Because if the line moves too fast, it's a penalty. This is like an e-bug situation. You get get your ass. Yeah, totally. E-bug. So this guy just comes in and. 
man, he just mans up and he wins them a game in some what? of the truest. Yeah. They won? They won. And without their top wide receiver, wow. Justin Jefferson was out of the game. They lost their second wide receiver, KJ Osborne, like halfway through the game yeah. to a concussion. And he scored a touchdown with his feet, just ran, made a play. He threw a game-winning touchdown in like the last 10 seconds game. It was- Was it at home too? Uh, yeah. No, uh, no, they no. were in Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah, they were in Atlanta. It was, uh, it was what sports, when you sit back and you watch it, what makes you feel good about sports? Like this Rudy type hero. shit. Yeah. yeah. This is the guy at the beginning of the season where after week, like two or three, it, he was, like I said, the lone bright spot for the Arizona Cardinals. And he goes to, to TikTok. And he takes a video of himself in the Arizona Cardinals team store in the building. And the, they're not making his jersey. You can't even get it custom. And he was on the team. And he's he's on the team. And he's the like, starting a starting quarterback. quarterback. And he's oh, like, no. I can't even get my own jersey here. Oh, no. And so, like, what a story. The guy's, you know. His number one wide receiver is a rookie wide, wide receiver who had to step up because of Osborne, because of Justin Jefferson with Jordan Addison. There yep. too. Yeah. And it was just like, and, and, they, and they, they put it together. He just mans up. The whole team's just like, just imagine him in that. After the game, he's like, yeah, I know a couple of the guys names i know a few nicknames but not really i'll get to know them a little more and so anyways is he gonna start next week oh yeah probably oh, 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 he, i don't think they have much of a choice no and he's a rocket scientist is he that smart yeah he looks he, like a smart guy graduated from tennessee with an uh a, what aerospace engineer degree like paul korea really i think paul korea is either an Rocket scientist or like an electrical engineer or something. Wasn't Joe Juno also like that? Sorry, I'm thinking of Joe Juno. Were you thinking of Joe yes. Juno? Yeah. <laughs> he was, Joe Juno was a rocket he scientist. Made, he made airplanes. He made his own, he yeah. built his own airplane, I'm yeah. pretty sure. Oh yeah. my God. And yeah. played for the Capitals. Yeah. They weren't very good though. No. Okay? There's always a fly in the ointment. I, I had a Joe Juno hockey card. Did you? Up. Oh yeah. yeah. Hockey card. He looks like Paul oh, Korea though. Yeah. In my mind. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. He um, was for one year, like one of my favorite players. I just love the way he played this, that one year. So on a spring team, I wore number 90 and it's become like the number I use for like, well, I shouldn't say this, but I'll have that like go to like number where it just was like, like 10 was my hockey number. So I love 10. So but would it just be Chalmers 90? No, it wouldn't be Tomers <laughs> one, two, three, four. No, no, but okay. To go back to the Oilers, I, 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 I wasn't able to jump in because I just don't know anything. But why you said I think it's hilarious when Oilers fans question Dustin or Dustin Schultz, Schwartz, Schwartz, Schwartz. Justin Schultz, but Dustin I've Schwartz. Seen some it's things, the same. Dustin Schwartz, Dustin Schultz, whatever. I've seen like some things where it's just like. Our goaltending sucks. This fire, this coach. And this guy sticks around. So tell me, explain to me who doesn't know Dustin Schwartz from a hole in the wall. Okay. Why is he sticking around for so long? How, why is he got how much impact do you want the referee at a Harlem Globetrotters game to have? Like then either the goalies are good. It doesn't make any difference. Because he gotta sit somewhere. What the fuck? He can sit here on the team photo. Like, I don't think he's in the time that Dustin Schwartz has been the Oilers goaltending coach, every other goaltending coach in the league has been replaced. But when so the Oilers goaltending the Teflon Schwartz. I don't know. Why needs point, I don't even know what he does. It don't matter. That's why <laughs> shit. Well, then why don't we just get his salary off the books and maybe take a you gotta have a beer? You gotta have a goalie coach. 
You do? You got to. Do you? Yep. I was going to say, do you? <laughs> Mike Smith was the only consistent goalie under for the Edmonton Oilers under his guys. And he didn't even, like, Dustin Schwartz wasn't his goaltending coach. He had his own goaltending coach. That is just so ridiculous to yeah. me. So is he the guy that just, like, warms up the goalies in practice while the guys are skating after a talks technique? After another like loss? Do you think he I went to them and was like, always let in the first one? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sets the tone. Yeah. We love playing from behind here. Yeah, it's not his fault. The goalies are bad, and Jack Campbell's worse. So go with the wow. If you if your goaltending coach could twist you by five percent, wouldn't you take it? He doesn't, and none of them do. I don't know about that. I don't know. Maybe Vladislav Trechak could fix him. (laughs) I'm willing to try. Best, arguably best goalie of all time. Martin Brodeur could teach him how to marry a lady and then marry her sister a few short years later. Would that help? Into Would that awkward help? Thanksgiving. Did he have tax evasion shit too? No. Oh, no. Did he? Brett Favre. Oh, I thought it was Brett Martin Brodeur. Yeah. No. Not to my knowledge. He just did that weird marriage thing. He just had his uh, awkward Thanksgiving now. So I <laughs> I was at a hockey tournament or are they? this weekend. <laughs> he made it into a game that was being played at two o'clock. A.M. or P.M.? P.M. I see. Therefore, I missed most of the Nashville Edmonton game. Oh, that's too bad. What (laughs) would you say is the fucking problem right now? Justin Schwartz. (laughs) I'll tell you one thing. The Oilers look like they were buzzing. What was that? Second period, probably. Yeah. Give up a goal that just deflates the whole bench. They can't get a save. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying the defense is good. I am not. But at some point, you look across the rink and that team is getting the saves that you were not getting. It's deflating. So I'm seeing a little, um, a few too many messages that get sent to me about really highlighting the effort level of an Oilers back check. Yeah. Oh. Um, what, what's the deal with that? Well, so like the one that a lot of people were mad about against the Predators, Leon didn't have like a hard back check on one of the goals. I think it was Philip Forsberg's goal. My counter would be that Campbell bit so hard on the on the fake shot that he was almost in the corner where Forsberg walked it around and tucked it into an open net. So Connor said it was said it best death by a thousand cuts. Defense is not helping. They can't get a save. Nobody can fucking score a goal to save their life. It's, ter- it's just rough. Gagne is two games in and he already has like Sam Gagne is the fifth most. Uh, he has the fifth most goals on the Oilers and he played two games. And he has <laughs> two peg legs, Chalmers. Two. <laughs> I don't know. Like I a pirate. Hobbling around. I did like yeah. that video today. Yeah. From yeah. OnesNation.com. Oh, from Muskoka Hockey. Yeah, Muskoka like, Hockey gives you an update. Just like him going through, you know, him hobbling in the hospital to doing some rehab and like, what a story, two goals. You know, I would have loved to see him get that third. Obviously I think everybody would have, but like it's, I love Sam Gagne. We've had him on the show. That sounds good. It sucks when that's the bright spot right now. Like what, but you like, you've watched a lot of hockey in your life. You've played it. I have the goals that Sam Gagne scored in that game are hard goals working. No goals. one else is yeah. scoring. Yeah. Hard working Drove to goals. the crease, picked up the garbage, hammered it over the fucking line. And even that first goal against Nashville from Darnell nurse, that screen ran by Sam Gagne. It almost, it looked like it went off him too. He's been going to the net and showing in top crazy. six. So yeah, he's the only one in the top six will go to the net. So they have the same affliction that I could say that 
maybe a team I've coached maybe has. And I, I'm wondering how you get out of it where you have success, you know, you're good. Then you get to this mindset and I, and I don't really know how to explain it other than everybody wants somebody else to do the job to make it easier for them because they're used to the success. Nobody's willing to like really put in the hard work and like lead from the front. And is that something we're seeing? Like, do you think it has to do with the success we had last year? And everybody just went back. Like everybody do like nobody's willing to do every, like your own job all at once. So five guys are working together. Like Like it certainly doesn't help that like nobody's scoring either. Like they can't even cover up their own mistakes. Leon has got what? Seven games without a goal. Unheard of. Yeah. So one thing I have noticed is he is not um, as accurate from that right side one timer. No, he's not. missing the net a lot, and he never does that. Yeah, yeah, no, he never. Like he was, he was as automatic last season as like Ovechkin was in his prime. For real, that spot. For right? real. And now you see him missing the net, yeah. flubbing them, putting them into like the middle of the net where he used to be able to just you know two inches from right the post. over his guy's ear, yeah, man. And it, I don't, I just don't. I, this whole like narrative of us not being lucky. I never really got a chance to like talk about that on here, but I kind of think that I bought it at the beginning, but then when you watched another game, it was laughable. At some point you gotta make your own luck. You gotta make your own luck. Yeah. Yeah. Like the pilgrims did before luck was invented. Exactly. (laughs) They had to make it in a churn Mm -hmm. at home. Where are you? I'll be making my own luck in the backyard. (laughs) I'll be back in a couple hours. It's just, I, I, I hate because I don't think that this is possible on a team full of professionals who make a lot of money to say they're just not working hard. Yeah. It looks like they don't give a shit, but so you, so like, but is it because they're just not working hard or is it just that their, their confidence is so like gotta be shot shot. Yeah. To me, they look like they're playing like it should be easy. Yeah. That's what, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and when my, they're rolling, my son's team it, went through a little bit of that this weekend. And and to be like, I don't really know what to say when he kind of gets in the car. And I'm like, somebody's got to step up. Like somebody's got to just, but how do you get 16 people on a youth team or even 16 professionals, 15 professionals to all change at once and understand that's the problem. Look in the mirror and say, it's time for us all to do something about this. Mm-hmm. Cause this can't like, they're going to get somebody fired. Oh, without yeah. Like we just two articles up in the last twenty four hours about Woody being replaced. Is he too nice? Rashog said something. Saravali said something today. It almost feels like the prisoners are running the asylum right now. It doesn't feel like there is a definite leadership guy, like a coach that is going out there and leading these guys to, there should be somebody who's able to push guys like 97, 29 guys around the players who are playing at at the best players in the world. And you're sitting there and going Connor McDavid at the end of that, that game looked dejected. It looked like they just got eliminated from the playoffs and you need somebody in that room who can go in there and say, we need to wake up here. So when you, when you see Connor and you, if I was to ask you a question on where you would maybe put him on a list of players, guys like Sidney Crosby, guys like uh, Jonathan Taves, guys like 
even Ryan Getzlaff to a certain extent, like Patrice Bergeron. Where do you think? Yeah, well, I mean, Patrice Bergeron would be top of this list. I think. Yeah. What kind of a leader? I think it would go like Bergeron, Crosby, but then like where? Where is Connor on this? Is he a good leader? Like, I know we love the guy. I know we love his the way he plays. But like, is he a good leader? It's a tough question. But how do we know? He does. Like, I I can't tell. I don't know how to even quantify it from just seeing. Yes, he leads on the ice. There's no doubt about that, right? Mm -hmm. Your leader has got to be a guy who leads on the ice. He has to be, you know, leading from the front, working hard, your best player most of the nights, right? But off the ice, he's got to be somebody who you want to follow because they're always saying and doing the right things. But we don't know what he's like off the ice, really, because... Mm -hmm. I mean, other than a few commercials and a few interviews where he just is one, you know, he's a cliche machine. What do we, what do we know? Well, I would say the same thing for Sid though. What do you know about Sid? Yeah. Fire. You know, the that's because he's one though. Right. But the fire on the fire. <laughs> you ever seen McDavid really get mad on the bench in a way where it's not like baby mad because Sid looked baby mad sometimes. You had seen it. Baby mad. Baby mad. Like I'm like a whiny guy. You know what I mean? The funny part about but that like is. Matt is in like, I'm out here doing everything I can and you have got to follow. You've got to step up. Well, we've seen Connor yell at people at the bench and then it flips into Oilers fan. Go, oh, he's being mean to his teammates. Yeah. There's a bunch of soft cocks everywhere. <gasps> if Ryan gets not that, over here, wink. Do you think it has to no. do with maybe the physicality as to which a player plays with? Because if Ryan gets laugh, gets mad on the bench, nobody looks at him being like, oh, soft gets like he's they think here's a big, strong hockey player who's like, I just I think that with the Oilers right now that until they kind of embrace, you know, put the, the hard hat on and go out and start scoring goals like Sam did. But they literally put a hard hat on. Like a week and they ago. won that they game. Literally, they, won that they won that game. Good. Where the fucking hard hat? Get rid of the art thing. Yes. Get rid of the Get art rid thing. of the so art lame. thing. It's so stupid. Get rid, so of, get rid of that plumber shit. Get too. rid of all the bullshit. <laughs> oi, 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 oi. Get to work. Garbage. Get to work, man. <laughs> you draw a fucking picture, man. Like How oh. dare you put a beret on after some of these performances you don't have to be cute to us we're all invested we've all to a oiler fan can probably look and say we had expectations last year we had cautious optimistic we said that a million times on the show this year we didn't have that it was full buy-in it was full expectations and it was full uh you know sky's the limit for this team we don't need to cue shit anymore like we bought in we're in we just need you guys to go and get the work done now. Let me turn this around to Drake. <laughs> As one should. Mm. I watched <laughs> 10 different reviews of his latest album. As one does. Because I'm trying to understand if I like this album or if I don't. Because a lot of times when I listen to a Drake album at first, I don't like it. And then I come back to it. I'm like, oh, that song was on there. This song is amazing. So it isn't always at first blush that I love it. The most valid criticism I heard of the Drake album, which I think kind of relates to the Oilers. Drake is like super successful, but there's nothing left for him to do. And he didn't evolve. So you'd never see like Drake put out 14 albums in 14 years being a musician. And his last one that's arguably his worst. And they were saying that like Jay-Z, for example, evolved and you didn't hear a lot of music out of him past a certain point. But if you did, it was like an adult rapping. Whereas Drake's still rapping for 25 year olds. Like when he first came out, he hasn't evolved. 
And I realized as I, that's my issue with Drake now is that he didn't ever evolve into like a grown man rapping. He's just stayed rapping for like the kids the whole time. Right. There's where's his four, four, four. Exactly. (laughs) Now he's not as old as Jay Z was, but like Kendrick Lamar, J Cole, they're saying these guys have turned into adults and now they rap about adult shit. Whereas Drake is still beefing with people on Instagram and kind of acting like a kid. You could argue on a podcast sort of about hockey that the Oilers are similar. They aren't evolving, right? They're not turning into like, I guarantee we're going to win. It's just the same. Like the goaltending isn't evolving. The bottom six isn't evolving. We're shuffling. But where Drake, you say has, he's, he's climbed the mountaintop. He's got nothing left to prove the Oilers. They got to the mountaintop and were unsuccessful. But it's hard to come back the next year from start if you're mentally thinking about the Stanley Cup finals, which is 130 games away. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. They've already, like, I don't know. It, it's not an exact so, but, analogy. And we, we've, we, we thought that they needed something similar to this, like, two years ago when we, when we even thought, hey, a guy like Corey Perry. Yeah. Some veteran leadership that could come in and, they and got help them evolve. You know, and they got Duncan Keith and it didn't, and it did it work. Well, it helped to an extent. It, it was the furthest we've been since 06. Sure. So who's the Duncan Keith now? Is that, are we relying on Sam Gagne for at this? Home? At home. I mean, but he has a different thing in his career. Presence, right. Exactly. Yeah. Where as opposed to Duncan, I think you do have to make a deal. I think the only thing that this team can do right now is make a deal. You can't fire the coach. The guy has one of the best winning percentages since he's come into the league. He's young and knows most of these yeah, players. He's coaching old Lakers Drake. Field. He ain't coaching yeah. new Drake. Wow. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay, so now, you know, we'll, we'll see what this team thinks of Jay Woodcroft. In the next week and a half, yeah. because dude, when that right, when that smoke starts, that team now is thinking to themselves, if we want this guy to stick around, we need to play better. We need to play harder. We need to play. We need to fight for this guy's job. You saw it like as early as the Las Vegas Raiders this last week. Josh McDaniels has been an absolute failure there. Is that why they're smoking cigars? Hardly anybody yeah. respects this man, right? They have a guy on the staff who played for the Oakland Raiders, Antonio Pierce. This guy's a this guy's like a a real Raider. If you remember what Raiders were, they were like <laughs> the badasses. They were you were scared of these people, right? Josh McDaniels gets fired. The Raiders this week come out playing for interim coach. Antonio Pierce and they play like the best team in the NFL and they absolutely dominate the team they play. They did. And they're smoking cigars after the game because I think they respect him and they, they, he's been a part of the coaching staff. It's not like he just came in one day. But how does that work as you're an athlete? You're sitting there in your plush leather couch and you're like, try hard. And I'm like, nah. And then another guy comes through. He's like, Try hard. No, I think, okay. I, I don't Maybe think the new guy's a, got a right I idea. Think, I think it's just a day in and day out. When you go to your job, if your boss is someone you don't respect, you are not going to do that job with the exact same enthusiasm that you would if you really liked that boss or if you really respected that boss. If you came to but work. But Woody isn't somebody that they disrespect, is he? We, I, well, I don't think. I never thought so. They never say anything bad about him. No, they, he seems to have a good handle on things. And he's right. been in the organization He's a very years. positive you know guy. The thing I wonder is if, so, like, to Wani's point about the Drake thing, <gasps> like, if Jay Woodcroft is the player's coach, which he has been, Never throws anybody under the bus. Never. Never singles anybody out. Never. Does the pendulum swing to the other way where they have a hard ass come in and be like, 
it's this way or get the fuck out of here. That's, That's why I'm saying we'll know in the next week and a half what this team is made of. What Because like I said, the minute that that coaching, that, that firewood croft, that this is, this is what's on the table now. And for all we know, in order to just like motivate this team, it was an inside source. It was like, get the fire and stuff going, get the fire and stuff going. Cause mm-hmm. if they really want to play for this guy and they, and this is what it takes, the motivation that he may get fired. If we do not do something about it, because potentially the grass might not be greener. If we do get an ass kick, I would think this if would they lose a player's coach, yeah. they're going to be replaced. Like you said, bag milk in the Drake analogy. Thank you. Um, they're going to get a hard ass. Carol Sutter. Wow. I, they were talking about it on Barnburner. Like they were? Barnburner oh. was saying, they're like, you know, honestly, who would help the Oilers who've never tuned a Sutter out ever? He said, Pinder. He's like, Coach Sutter could probably help them. I can see it being like a Galant. Uh, what's his name? Galant. 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 New York. Yeah, it's just an interesting moment, I think, in time for this team. It's be because, like, we'll know soon. If they drop. One, two, San Jose, like we oh, talked about. Oh my God. Vancouver, because tonight they've got Vancouver tonight. Vancouver's they legit. They are though. buzzing. Yeah. Yeah. Their best players are the best players. Their goalie stands on this fucking head. They are buzzing. Then you've got San Jose, and then you've got Seattle next Saturday. Three divisional games yeah. could be the story there. If we don't beat San Jose by <laughs> at least four, <laughs> we are in deep, 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 deep. Yeah. Deep trouble. So a passionate game against Vancouver, a win, a win or lo- win or loss, a close, passionate game against Vancouver, a bull, a win, four goals or more against San Jose, and then we go into Seattle and we win a close game. We have to win it. That will silence the fired Woodcroft thing. It'll buy yeah. him a bunch of time. Yeah. But if it's an if. if <laughs> If it's an impassioned game against Vancouver and they get blown out again and they don't have like, especially after the way that's the thing I was going to say. Yeah. If they go out against Vancouver, like there's ways to lose and then there's ways to not lose. If they go in and they're they're clawing and scratching for every fucking inch, they're throwing things on net, they're banging bodies, they're hitting and you lose. People can accept that. Mm. Yeah. But if you roll over and show your tummy, after 40 minutes. Tell me. <laughs> you see it. Ridiculous. I equate when you, you know it when you see it. And I always give the example of like in, gosh, I'm going to, when I was like 26, so like 2006, 2007. Yeah, that's cool. You would watch like the world juniors and you would see Canada come out in the first shift and they would hit everything. Yeah, yeah everybody. And they would be two on that puck, no matter where the hell on the ice it was. Yeah. And you just looked at them and you went, these guys are not going to lose. They're just not going to lose. They're doing they're, they, their mindset is one of, we are going to be everywhere and we are going to be the most difficult team in the world to play. And if we see that against Vancouver, and we still lose because they're on an absolute heater. People will take that. Le- I would take that. Yeah. But, but it I'll has to all- continue. But have you know you- I'll take Chalmers? For a limited time only, listeners of this podcast can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on your first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the promo code NATION25. That's 25% off, up to $10 value, and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and use the, nation- uh, the promo code NATION25. Chalmers, one last time. Nation 25 gets you 25% off your first order with DoorDash. Valor offer valid only in Canada. Subject change. Terms do apply. Back to you, sir. Ding dong. 
But have you? There's ways to lose and there's ways to not lose. And the Oilers have the game against Nashville. They they just rolled over in the third period. I haven't seen that type of play from the Edmonton Oilers, what you're describing of the old world junior teams. I haven't seen the Edmonton Oilers be able to play that way at all. And I don't think uh, genuinely one line can play like that. There's nothing for me that I watched this Edmonton Oilers team where there's no Gagne played. That's what I was going to say. When Gagne (laughs) did it in the third period against Dallas, what happened? His line mates start crashing on a mission. You leave from the front, dragging them into the fight. You have to have so I Mike in my coaching philosophy with the kids is is I look for a player that can drive a line because if you have three drivers on one line and no driver on another that line's going to always regress to the mean right yeah but if you have drivers on each line the other two players have no choice at this point yeah and sometimes. You don't want him to have a choice. Like, get out there. And and in that moment, Sam Gagne proved that he was going to drive that line. And you're right. And the reason I use the World Junior is just because it's such an amplified version of what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I think the Oilers have shown shit like that in the past. But, like, right now, in, what are we, 10 games in? It's almost like they need a line brawl or something. You know, Ooh. everybody is in the pile. <laughs> Yeah, Mike Bishai style fighting exactly. out of the bench. Jump in the bench yeah. and start swinging. Like, yeah. We need something. Yeah. There is no emotion whatsoever on this like, team. None, 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 none. Especially none. after that, like, especially after the Nashville, their fifth goal, you're sitting there going, please just do something to prove that you're not going to take this line. The down. only guys who fight is Kane and Nurse. That's yeah, it. That's yeah. it. Nah. He hasn't even fought. He fought at the start of the nah. game. He yeah. tried a little bit against in the Calgary game. He was getting pretty feisty yeah. in front of the net. But yeah, real legit fight. I mean, they're few and far between these days anyways. So, But like physicality. I was watching yeah, a Bruins was- game the other night. And I, like, I'm like, i unfamiliar with this type of hockey. And it was David Pasternak throwing hits. Yeah. Of all people. It's yeah. David Pasternak going out there. And when you think of doing David, it together. Yeah. They've had that mentality for generations now. To Kane's credit, he did kind of try. He's Kane, been better. Kane is always going to be yeah. one that does. He's fine. Yeah, and he but will. it can't just be him. And Nurse. Yeah. And especially nurse since he always answers. Nurse the is always going to answer. The always. When he was dumped onto that third line for Kane, he had that little sound bite and everybody's talking all this crap about yeah. him. Ever since then, he's arguably been the Oilers best forward. Yeah. And that's what I'm looking for is the rebound from everybody else where they go, oh, this is fucking bullshit or whatever yeah. in the post game and they're dropping F bombs. But. Show it on the ice. Yeah. Why are you mad after the game when the, when the reporters yeah, exactly. are sending you Why are you madder at the reporters than you are the other team? We have more F-bombs in the media than we do wins. This yeah, is <laughs> the Waz stat he's been tracking. All Has he really? Oh, that's great. Outlandish. <laughs> yeah. It's not good. It's not good. Well, it, like I said. Reminds me of the Drake really- album. It's not good. For all the wrong reasons, this is a very interesting, very it's a different album. That's week, Nickelback. Very, very like weird week to look forward to, yeah. right? Like you're normally looking forward because we want to keep them, but like it's legitimately Stockholm embarrassing syndrome. and unexpected to see a power ranking and see your team at 27, 26 and see the Vancouver Canucks at one. And you see a graphic during the broadcast where it's like the Oilers have got all these good fancies and all these things that should be contributing to wins. And then goaltending 31, <laughs> 31th Chalmers 31th. No, I know. 
What is it? What is it? They're bad goaltending. I, I would know, put it at the what top of the pile. The, like we saw, God, last year. Here, so last year we kind of thought we had some, but like last year, don't though, say anything or it might ruin it. <laughs> we might have. We something. did this on Oilers Nation Radio. We went through the first 14, 20 games of last year. First 10 games, the Oilers were not that great. But the difference was Connor and Leon were doing two points a game, outscoring every problem. Power play was fucking steamrolling everyone. The power play is still like fourth, though. Like, it's still rocking no, big it's not, numbers. It's not. It's it's fine. But, like, they're not covering up the mistakes the way they were last year. Mm. They do not th- bailing themselves out. Is that top line with Connor and Leon on the split the same up. line? Yeah. It has to. Up. It, 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 kind of going back to what you were saying, they drivers. they have two drivers on that line right now, and then after that, it's just a modge podge of players. You can't not you, you can't keep them together. You look at this. There should be five drivers on this team: McDavid, Drysital, Nuge, Kane, and Hyman are all drivers in their own right. They can all do it. So split those two up, sure. I don't think they specifically need to drive a line each. But then again, I don't know what the answer is up there right now. I, is the answer James Hamblin? Could be. <laughs> Could well, be. He has a been required. He has and, been and, and You know what? That is the recalled. one thing I didn't see from the Nashville game, and I, I didn't really read up on it, but Ralph Lavoie played. Yep. And how did that go? Come see. What's come the, what's the, what's the synopsis him? of it? What? What do you barely play him? He only like really Fire started him. getting shifts. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not willing to bring in a guy from the AHL and give him 21 minutes of ice immediately, <laughs> you don't know how to rush a prospect. Well, the fourth line is Holloway, uh, Hamblin, and Lavoie tonight. So that is getting. I think even. there's a lot of really good looking Oilers on the bottom six <laughs> that get a free pass from Oilers fans because they're cute. <laughs> The, like, the, the bottom six drive me crazy. Right they're now. soft. Yeah. Ryan McLeod is. I love Ryan McLeod. I predict yeah. him to score 20 goals this year. That well, is right incorrect. Now, all he is, is a fast guy. Yeah. They're not yeah. impact players. And because they're so cute, we don't get mad at them. Yeah. You know, what I like playing. Go ahead. What I like about playing Vancouver on a Monday night. <laughs> what? That we get to watch Monday night football. <laughs> And the game has just begun when that game ends. I thought you were going to say that it's the perfect time for a crown royal. (laughs) (laughs) There it is. This This guy, generosity lives in all small things. Our friends at Crown Royal, generous guy. It's time, Chalmers. You got a whole notepad. Well, I listen. I'm trying to take this stuff seriously, even though I did miss Thursday, where which was going to be my new keeping it 100 segment. But that is a Thursday thing, everybody. It is only this guy. My generous guy lives in the small things. Crown royal, crown everything. (laughs) Back to you, Chalmers. My generous guy is 11 guys on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who so generously gave. C.J. Stroud, the rookie quarterback of the Houston Texans, an historical rookie start for an NFL quarterback. Okay, let me read off a couple stats to you. In this game, he went 30 for 42 with 470 yards and five TDs. You say, well, it's all those great wide receivers he has. Name one. I can't name three NFL players. Okay. <laughs> Tom Brady still play? Yeah. No. Tank Dell. The Juice? Tank Dell. His wide receivers are virtually unknown. Fantasy players would know them, Nico Collins. But the fact is, is this kid, the second overall pick in the NFL draft this year, who was picked after 
QB Bryce Young, who threw two picks yesterday in a loss to a really terrible Carolina Panthers. CJ Stroud is playing amazing. And just how amazing you ask, Wanye? I did. I'll tell you. Of rookie QBs in their first season and how many yards they've averaged up to the ninth week. It starts with Andrew Luck at 300 yards. Cam Newton had just under 300 yards. uh, Justin Herbert had 291. Joe Burrow, 284. And CJ Stroud with 283. Wow. That is some good company. Pat Mahomes had 313, leads them all. But it was his second actual full year because he didn't play his full rookie season. CJ Stroud was a benefit of of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense being my generous guy of the week. I drink to that generous guy. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you're not prepared for this segment, bro. I mean, like, come on. I can do one. Like, you can keep thinking. Okay, please, one. Okay. Give us a generous. It's been like guy. two hours minus um, <laughs> seventy-five minutes on that. <laughs> I put a quote up at OilersNation.com on Insta today, and it was a Bruce McNall quote, former Oiler or uh, owner of the LA Kings, talking about negotiating with Gretzky back in '88 for his contract as a mm. King. And he said, I came up with a number I thought was fair. Wayne said, no, wait, that's too much money. Right near the end of our discussions, he said, well, if you want to pay me that much money, why don't you take a certain portion of it and divide it among my teammates as a bonus? Man, Wayne Gretzky's so nice. He is so nice. He's a generous guy. Very generous. That is the definition of a crown royal generous guy. Mm -hmm. Did you see his uh, view on um, fighting and neck guards the other night? No, go ahead. Well, I don't know it word for word, but to sum it up, he really kind of said like, hey, do we really need fighting? Do we really need even hitting at lower levels? Like the game's changed. The game's faster. It's more skill filled. You know, he's basically he was kind of calling for it to be less violent, which I was a little surprised about (laughs) as an old school hockey player who played when (laughs) guys were literally elbowing each other in the face and swinging each other. Let me remind you of Dave Semenko. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. I don't remember the full quote. Go look it up. It was on his TNT broadcast. What about the neck guard, though? I think everybody should have one. He's like, I don't know why. You, like, he's like, I, everybody. He wore a neck guard, didn't he? He, didn't he, no, like he wore a, a turtleneck. Didn't he? Oh, a turtleneck. Yeah. He wore a turtleneck. Like, yeah. just cool look. I wore a turtleneck. Let's get the Kevlar turtlenecks back. That's fly as hell. I mean, it doesn't. Like, if kids are getting used to playing in junior with turtlenecks on, and I think this was his 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 fact was like, why take it off them in, in NHL? Just have them continue to wear them and you'll get grandfathered in. And then pretty soon the whole NHL will have neck guards on. That's mm. 100% right. Yeah. I don't understand why, what, they go up to junior or something like that? Oh, where you wear literally it? all the way to junior to, to the day they play in the NHL is when they have to take the neck guard off. But then, and then you just like, I have to. Nope, but like, not for me. Yeah, no, no <laughs> I don't get it. I'm a warrior now. But it is nice to see more guys around the league being like, nah, I'm going to put the yeah. neck guard back on. Yeah. <laughs> I do have one. You got somebody? I do. All right. Go <laughs> it's uh, it's going to be Joey Votto, who was kind of released ish. She was a UFA, anyways, uh, from the Cincinnati Reds, one of the best Canadian baseball players of all time, oh. if not the best Canadian baseball player really? of all time. And uh, the Cincinnati Reds sent out this post saying, basically, uh, at this point in the offseason, based on our current roster and projected plans for 2024, as an organization, we cannot commit to the playing time Joey deserves. He forever will be a part of the Reds family and the appropriate and at the appropriate time, we will thank and honor him as one of the greatest baseball players of this generation. Um he then went out yesterday and kind of made a video thanking fans and all that. And 
everything that Joey Votto has, especially last season, went through for uh, the Cincinnati Reds came back what after happened? an injury. Ah. He, he's coming back off of an injury. It's a really loaded infield, and they're going towards more of a, a youth feel for that team. And he's done nothing but say positive words about the organization has dealt with it as a, a complete and utter pro and a, a Canadian, a generous guy. He's been uh, really taken. Did they bring him to the Jays? He's that's been the conversation. He's somebody who, if he, well, uh, I had heard about three or four interviews with him after the season on various podcasts and stuff. And he, it sounds pretty much like he's done. I don't, I don't think he's, he might make a return, but he's the type of guy that front offices will absolutely fawn over. They will try mm-hmm. to get him at any cost. But the fact of the matter is, is he's going to get a ton of, um, a ton of, um, so what I'm looking for money. No, Residuals? No, like Accolades. people want Riz? people wanting him <laughs> attention, attention. <from laughs> That's TV. the word. You no, forgot? no, it wasn't attention. He's gonna get. He's gonna get suitors interest. Ah. He's gonna get a ton of interest ah. for TV ah. because he is yes. electric on TV. Yeah. He is fantastic in every interview. He's got a great sense of humor. Like Scott, he can do whatever he wants now. But Sounds to me like someone's got a crush on Joey Votto over there. I've fallen in love with him after just listening to him talk and yeah. all this over this past year and seeing like how he came back. But like, he's the type of a leader that the Oilers need right now. Yeah. Maybe get him to come work for the Oilers right now. All he has to do is just be a straight up strength conditioning coaching. Just sit on the bench and You'll be the goalie coach. <laughs> Probably. Why not? <laughs> but he, he... It's not a bad idea. I met him once in San Francisco and he... Super nice dude. <laughs> super nice dude. Told him we were Canadian. And normally when you tell him he's or you're Canadian, he'll like quiz you on things about Canada just to see if you're not, you know, bullshitting around. And he was again super nice guy. Got him to sign uh, my jersey that I had. Like of what him. kind of quiz? Quick, what's a Kinder surprise? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Who's exactly. the mayor of Hamilton? <laughs> yeah, what's the I'm lane like, that goes down the I five? Is that is that the answer? Kinder yeah. surprise only in Canada? Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah because they're choking hazards. They're in Germany, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, I don't know about that, but they're not, not in the U S. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're they're in the states. Yeah. One your second best baseball Canadian baseball player of all time is. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. 
Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Good answer. Good answer. The Walker guy. What was that guy? Larry Walker. Yeah. Uh, he played for Colorado. He did. Hey. <laughs> Got a late one in. Really quickly, my generous guys, there's a bunch of them. The Hurricanes, the Wild, and the Sharks being the only three teams in the NHL to give up more goals than the Edmonton Oilers. Hey. Thank you to those three teams. You are all very, very generous men. I appreciate you. Crown Royal. Crown everything. San Jose led in 20 Goals in 24 hours. And yet their mm-hmm. goaltending average is still better than it. Who's their don't math? Who's their other goaltender? They have Capo Kakinen and some guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> may as well be a corpse. Who knows? Yeah. Bernie. Doesn't matter. From Weekend at Bernie's. Oh, I see. Oh, <laughs> get it. Jonathan Bernie. You know what? Weekend saying. at Bernie's too. You put the tunes on him. He's moving around. Yeah. Maybe it might be better than what we got going on right now. Marionettes. From the, from yeah. The, Each corner, they have yeah. fans controlling him from the it. corner. I'm absolutely into That would be a great fan engagement if you just had like a fan-controlled goalie. So you had strings on each corner. Of the Isn't there a new football guy. league yeah. where <laughs> there's like a minor league football league where yeah, they're... That's the one where uh, they, Johnny Manziel plays. Yeah. Not now. Yeah. Where the fans control the play? Yeah, the FCL. He's actually playing in this league. I, I th- he did play in it. I think he's done playing now. But yeah, like Chad Ochocinco is in there too. Like they have some, yeah, pretty big names. Fan Antonio Brown, that's who FCL? it is. FCL, fan yes. controlled league. Yeah. I'd just be like, if it's anything like me playing Madden, it's just blitz, 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 <laughs> yeah. blitz. Let's fucking go. Dude, I saw a thing the other day where you can buy, do you guys remember NFL Blitz? Yeah. Yes. The video game for yeah, N64? Yeah, yeah. You can buy like a stand-up NFL Blitz machine. For like six hundred and fifty dollars, and it'll be delivered on Friday. No, from Amazon. The best. Just is there anything Bezos can't do? <laughs> I used to love it. You got to be careful though. We stand there, and you just grab a guy and body slam him. <laughs> Arcade games so rad, but if you go one tier down, where like you get too excited and you bust the joystick off because yeah. it's kind of three quarter scale, mm. I don't know if you'd want that. Oh, it's not. Maybe it's not a full size. I, I mean, might I, not I, be because I was at the brick the other day. Nobody paid us to say that. No. And I'm about to diss them. Okay. So oh. good news. And I was like, what's up with these little tiny video games? Who the hell would want this shit? And then of course, one junior walked up and he was his size. So he was quite thrilled mm-hmm. Gotta make sure you're not getting one of them kid games. Well, that's a good point. I got to see There's the some scale. Cool emulators that are coming out now where it's like 10,000 games and this thing you plug in your TV. I've got one of those that Dude, we hacked. We- I've got every NH or um, Nintendo eight bit. Sega, that's Sega, Gen- there's seven systems. We on got one of those really? where it's that's like you get, the top 10 games from like Capcom where it's like all the street fighters yeah. and like double dragon and stuff. Fuck and yeah. just, they don't hold up. <laughs> I remember Marvel. fighting and double dragon does not hold up. Yeah. Marvel versus Capcom too. That was, mm, that uh, was a good one. That was a slap. See, like that's why I feel like if I got an emulator with all the games on it, I would be better with that. Cause I'd be like, I love double dragon, but maybe in the nineties, not so much today. Do you know what game I bought it for? And it was like eight ninety nine on like PlayStation plus, like on the store. Was 1942. I was just going to say, I love that game. The shooter. I so love it. I love that game. You're going back and forth. Yeah. And woo, you spin around and then you, you get the again. upgrade and you do a loop-de-loo. So good. <laughs> I used to go to the store near my house as a kid and drink Slurpees and play yep, that just game. Just sit there and you're just shooting. Just I shooting. Know. You get a better gun here, better gun there. I have 1942 on my phone. Really? Yeah. It's great. It's the best. Wow. Love it. I genuinely haven't thought about that game since. That was the game that pulled 2000s. me in. I saw, I saw like an advertisement for it. And then we were on the store for some reason. I think my son wanted to download like Fortnite. Oh my God. 
Fortnite is hilarious because it was so popular like four years ago, yeah. five years ago. My son and his buddies have just found it. They are addicted. <laughs> they they all sit there. They get on FaceTime. They all got they got like this FaceTime group. Yeah. They sit there and play it because like if one person's headset's like not working, they'll just all not wear headsets and they'll just put on FaceTimes <laughs> and they'll sit there and play and they play for like couple hours of time and going back yeah. to 1942 though there's some about a good rail game where you can't go 3d-ish you've only gone yeah. 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 there's something special about oh yeah this. meanwhile in fortnite you're playing against a hundred other kids who can all of a sudden oh just God. build over i can't play those games i spawn no. and then i die yeah and i go what happened because you suck yeah Fair enough i'm like i'm a how do you change from the gun to the thing that breaks stuff? <laughs> oh, you just got shot in the back of the head. Yeah. Yep. Oh, they knife to death. That's the yeah. most embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. I used to play. So we got into like playing when we all got PlayStations. I was, I, I played Call of Duty, but I only play like the campaign. Yeah. And then my one friend was like, you know, we could all play, play each other. And I was very terrible at it. I really just am. I can't tell where people are shooting from me. I can't like duck fast enough. I'm like, not anyways. Dude literally came from behind me and just like cut my throat. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm not playing this anymore. <laughs> that was so embarrassing. And the animation they do too is the most embarrassing oh, yeah. too. Like, where were you? It's like, yeah. I just, I walked up from behind you for like 200 yards. Yeah. <laughs> you just never once looked the You're other like way. bumping into the corner over <laughs> yeah. and over yeah. and over. Eh? They re-released like the, the original Fortnite this weekend, which is why it was so that's popular. They were getting home. For. Yeah. They were also pumped about some update or something. Yeah. So that's what it was. They updated it to like the old Fortnite, like the original Fortnite that got really Hold on, they really got away with updating to an older version. Yeah. yeah. Just like, oh yeah. The kids won't see this one. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna do the old reverse cowgirl. This will be great. Oh. And they changed the uh, it changed so much recently that it was just like unplayable. So now that they brought it back, brought out the old one, now like me and my friends were playing it for the first time in like four years. And the worst part was when you'd get killed by like a kid born in 2015 and you're just like well i'm washed man <laughs> this is i'm done i with walked this in game. on them playing you know the game guess who yes they were playing the game guess who where like they ask each other a question on the tv and then it's like is, is it a is it got blonde hair no so then they shoot all the ones with blonde hair no. and it's a yeah and they're like playing guess who on Fortnite. I'm like, on Fortnite? you guys this is not the guess who i remember yeah. no. if there's one thing better than sharing memories it's making new ones and alberta blue cross travel insurance protects your memories and more wherever travel takes you visit ab.bluecross.ca forward slash travel we're off to seattle this coming weekend to go make some memories of course alberta blue cross is going to be providing the travel insurance for that trip as they will on all the nation vacations fresh nation vacation to arizona for february is up at nationgear.ca that thing's almost half sold already jeez really yeah nice <laughs> it's because of that stadium yeah when else People you gonna want... see the Oilers totally. in, in an arena the size of collingwood you know yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. mullet arena if they get demoted yeah, maybe the others be regulated to calling what arena. Yeah. <laughs> so could you imagine that they added new, like, okay. So the NBA has added an in-season tournament. Mm -hmm. I never heard a damn yeah, thing. If about making it until, $23 like, million dollars isn't going to make you try this season. Here's an in-season tournament. Six yeah. games into the season. Now all of a sudden it's a bracketed in-season tournament. But yeah. the games For count towards the, the season NBA, record, right? What's the cup? What's the cup? I have no idea. Mid-season tournament. so weird. It is yeah. so, but the fact is, is like, uh, 
I listen to way too many shows that deal with basketball when I don't really care that much about basketball. Right. I still just have it on the background. I don't ever remember them talking about like new for this season an in season tournament. That's something I would remember. They're trying new rules to try to make the game more popular. Yeah. Crazy. Have they you seen keep, the courts? Too? No, they, I yeah, they're all painted they up. Look like, they look, I, I am one of the few bright. people who are a fan of them, but they have their team colors in it, but like they'll alternate. So the Chicago bulls was a red stripe, a black stripe, and then a red stripe. And then with bulls like smacked right in the middle. And then the trophy that they win is a live uh, hand grenade. It's, <laughs> It's half of like what the Lombard or the Lombardi trophy, the uh, NBA championship is. That's all is. John Moran needs now is an alive hand. Yeah, like, I thought we weren't allowed to. <laughs> just like, I thought we weren't allowed to joke about this sort of thing. <laughs> oh, no gun here! Live grenade, pull back in. Won the midseason tournament, baby. You're not allowed to do that. Thirty game suspension. So, like, how do you win this thing? You beat the other teams. No, I that get you play that. Against. Then you're the like, goat. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand a mid-season tournament within the league where it counts towards the league. They're trying to prevent load management. They're trying to prevent players from being like, I'm not trying till March. I saw uh, I saw the thing Charles Barkley. He's just like, come on, man. <laughs> you guys all got the best trainers, yeah. the best equipment. Get out there and play, play yeah. basketball three days a week. It's it's pretty incredible the, the way basketball is run compared to sports like hockey football the basically even the nfl sport. and nba how different the approach is yeah. of like team first win at all costs versus team eighth and load management i'm trying to find these photos here here they are this is some oh, look yeah. at some of them there and that like the, fly. the indy and uh, the indianapolis oh. pacers one yeah <laughs> oh my god do you oh. see this that's what it is. That's kind of cool. I like hey, it. It looks good. On. The whole tournament is being held in Las Vegas. Is so it? That's what it says here. Oh, no, it doesn't. <laughs> Semi-finals and the championships will be December. Se- it's a month-long tournament. <laughs> that's but it counts as part of the season. Does it? I'm pretty sure. How could it not? It has to, right? I guess, but this is crazy. It is bracketed, right? It's win once and you're but lose then if once you lose, where do you go? Yeah. Do you go back Play. to playing in the NBA season? Yeah, but what if you're playing a team who's still in the tournament? You have a replacement team? Well, who the hell am I fucking Adam Silver, commissioner of the NBA? I'm trying to make speculative statements here based on nothing. I don't actually know. So I've got the NBA has given us rules for this tournament. The inaugural in-season tournament tipped off on the 3rd of November culminates with the championship on Saturday, December 9th. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the in-season tournament will consist of two stages, the group play and the knockout rounds. The group play, all 30 teams have been randomly drawn into groups of five within their conference based on win-loss records from the 2022-23 regular season. Beginning November 3rd and continuing through Tuesday, November 28th, each team will play four designated group play games on tournament nights. One game against each opponent in its group with two games at home and two on the road. This is a uh, scheduling me nightmare. Yeah. They're losing me already. Uh, so hold on. Jam Moran had a gun. <laughs> now he's got a grenade. Yeah. That's not the NBA news I want. I want drama. Yeah. And uh, could you imagine the court 
like especially for the teams who have hockey teams in their arena too, the court staff who have to go in there and build the court, but now with different court setting because they that's not what they use during the season. Those aren't the courts that they use during the season. These are specifically for the tournament. So then they have to go and create brand new courts. And then if they have a hockey team in there, go out and take out that court, make a hockey stadium, then bring it back in and put those courts back in. And then if you lose, do you have to put the regular court back in again too? Like there's one of the coolest videos I ever saw was last year during the playoffs. And we were down in LA where in one day at Staples center, the Clippers played, then the Lakers played, and then the Oilers played mm-hmm. that night against the Kings. And they did like a time-lapse video. The Clippers played what, in the morning? They played yeah. like at noon. And then the Lakers played at like three. And then the Kings and Oilers played that night at like seven or eight. Yeah. So they did a time-lapse video of court change one, Clippers to the Lakers, Lakers to the, wow. the ice. It was awesome. Yeah. The logistics are bananas. Here's all the NBA news you need to know, Chalmers. You ready? Mm-hmm. I'm ready. Michael Jordan's son... Is dating Larsa Pippen. Is marrying Larsa Pippen. And the best man at the wedding is going to be Michael Jordan. <laughs> oh my gosh. And it's, it's all going story forward. Story. It's that's the plan. The Jordan family, Pippen family. Scotty, you should not go to that wedding. You'll probably <laughs> knock out the best man. You think so? That's just they hate each other already. Do they? They I didn't know this. Scotty Pippen and Michael Jordan hate each other. And now that Michael Jordan's dating his ex-wife, what? Yeah, Yeah, I didn't know that. Larsa Pippen got that game game. Silly. Anyways, that's your NBA report. (laughs) And (laughs) Michael Jordan makes like a billion a year off shoes. He makes it eight, million million every five days or something? Something like that. It's great. It's fucking awesome. It's more of a Pippen guy anyways. (laughs) For him. (laughs) Eight million dollars every five days. Oh, so? Yep. Predictions tonight. Pain. (laughs) (laughs) You don't think they'll win tonight? No. Yes. Hope will never die. But, you know, it hurts. (laughs) It hurts to generate the hope. Oh. I think the others are going to win tonight. I just want them to bounce back and get through this stretch where they're playing like shit. So I can actually look forward to watching hockey games. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I see. So you're saying you prefer it when the others are good to when they're bad. Generally. Yeah. (laughs) I don't, uh, most of the time, it's an unpopular take. Most of the time I'd say that you might divide the room. Mm -hmm. Well, we can't always agree. Nope. I think it's time for Jack Campbell to take up badminton <laughs> to have an unprecedented buyout of his contract in case you were wondering it's about 1.5 for the next six years i would sooner have 1.5 million that's it the problem is if you get rid of jack campbell it doesn't solve your problem of our goaltending is sus just no, call no, him sans goaltender oh sans goaltender. i don't understand why <laughs> could you jack campbell two? being sus makes skinner crappy what's wrong with skinner I think he'll bounce back. I think Skinner. I think he will too. Have we tried? Can we try two goalies and four players? Oh, nobody's doing that. We stack them. Yeah. Yeah. I dig that. Do you remember your upper goalie and your lower goalie? Try and beat him. (laughs) Good luck to you. The only thing that could save them is do you remember that uh, April fool's joke? (laughs) Yes. That April's April fool's joke from like 2008 from the Oilers when they said that Ryan Patoni was going to play in net and Devin Dubnik was going to be a center for the, I think that's the only thing that could help them. Put Warren Fogel in the net and Jack Campbell as uh, 
Tony? Brian Tony. He used to play for the Oilers. Fantastic Oilers. Name to pull out of the deck in the darkness. Yeah. What other team did he play for? So I can use nobody else. Philadelphia Flyers. Oh dear. Yeah. 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 They sent him to the Moroccan Pro League after he left. <laughs> hey, he probably sucked there too. Yeah, he played, in, <laughs> played for Ishtar. Fast Giants currently. Yeah. Like, the Irish Hockey League? Yeah, that's right. Mm, my cousin plays in that league. I watched today on Instagram live the Iranian national women's team <laughs> scrimmaging, and it was good hockey. I was shocked. Like, I didn't know what to expect. Like, is everybody able to skate? What the hell? Who knows? Everybody was playing good hockey, and I was blown away. It was a scrimmage. Oh, yeah. yeah. Somebody's got to play good hockey. Well, I should say my brain set to 2023 Oilers mode. So everything looks fucking unbelievable. Wow. Look at them. They're, they're finishing their checks. Holy shit. Oh, wow. Their, goal, their goalie's got lateral movement and didn't let the first shot in to start the scrimmage. What are you guys going to be talking about today on one day's world? It's not till Thursday. It's got two days to ponder. Oh, you'll do it once a week. Ruminate. Only once. Nice. You want me to go twice a week? Gotta pay me four times as much. Shit, yep. shouty. I hear this. That's how I rock. Mm-hmm. Same. Pat McAfee has a new college football show. Going, yeah. Hey, that's interesting. They're yeah. just going to let him have a stranglehold on the NFL and on college sports. And hockey. He love hockey. He love hockey. He's going to get a hockey His, show uh, soon. Why hockey, like that video that was cruising around last week, why hockey is the best was so much fun. Yeah. So much fun. Oh, he wears like hockey jerseys every other day these days. He had a Pittsburgh Penguin. He does he cut sleeves, sleeves off? off him. Oh, yeah. of course he does. Yeah. Why does he want to show his gun so bad? Because he's he? a kicker and that's the only time you can show them. Really? Probably. He was the one that like, he's not like ultra kickers jack. are people too. And like, that's kickers, what he used to yeah, say. He, the kickers are athletes too. Yeah. He used to, he used to be like, always show his guns. He used to lay out people on the field. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And have you ever heard a story about uh, having to, he was about to score his first NFL touchdown and Troy fucking Palomalu came out of nowhere and Palomalu. took out. The, yeah. That's, so going to like, how he, he took it. the, is that how he said it? So, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I no, no, joke. I know. Troy Palomalu is one of my favorite yeah, players. Yeah. But uh, so he, they had this one play set up on special teams that uh, worked 100% of the time. No one ever lined up in the C gap. And if they were on the seven yard line on the left hash, he was going to go and score. Um, so they were doing it against Pittsburgh Steelers. That's his hometown in Pittsburgh. And they have the football on the left hash, on the seven yard line, he's going to make this play. Everybody's pumped for him. Vinatieri's going crazy for him. Like he knows this is going to be a set play touchdown. All of a sudden, for the first time in his career, Troy fucking Palomalu, as he puts it, <laughs> lines up in the C gap and he immediately goes, we are kicking the football. We are kicking it. And they kicked it. And as soon as he goes, why would you do that? He's like, I don't know. I just had an inkling that you were there. He asked her, you were going there. He asked like years later about the play. And he was like, yeah, I just, it was an open spot. Holy. That's yeah. a one guy who would light you up. Oh my what God. This guy yeah. used to Superman over, yeah. like he'd start running. Start and then just the hair flowing. Quarterback would say, huh? drop back. And Palomalu would fly over the whole line and just like, boom. <laughs> this guy's incredible. Yeah. He played it's- like his pants were on fire. <laughs> er, play. Pat McAfee's pivot in his career is fast. Yeah. How, many, how much do you think he made as a kicker in the NFL career? Four how many points? years you play? Yeah, I don't have that information. I see. Nine million. Really? I'm saying 4.26. He's 14 million, according to oh, the sport track. Again. 
But uh, fifty million was his most recent podcast contract yes. that he signed. Holy, That's so crazy! Do another ad read for us. <laughs> he would. Oh, I don't have any more. Oodle noodle. <laughs> Seventeen locations. Now serving Eight Crown seasons. Royal. Eight seasons he played. Eight seasons. Yep. Just kidding. They're not serving Crown Royal. You guys. I do a little. Yeah. We should. You should. On Crown the Royal. gun. Can I get a crown and coke? Oh, God. The Chalmers combo. Crown and coke. Crown, crown and, and coke and a Kung Pao. With my hot box. Yeah, I'm taking Tokyo Glaze, please. I had an uncle that one of the, the most balling things that he ever did is he used to have a working bar in his house. Mm-hmm. And he had rum and coke on the gun. You have to drink. I want to get a pot machine here when we moved in. And the coke rep was like, I understand what you're shooting for here. You'd have to go through hundreds of liters a month or it would always taste like shit. We could do it. Your <laughs> no, uncle must have gone through. They make those guns that you basically, they go through the, it goes through the countertop and just into a regular, like 40 size bottle or a 60 or like even a two six. And you push the button. What's well, the booze? Go. It's the hard part. It's the pop. You have to turn over. Yeah. His was, his oh, the it was a was, mix straight yeah, out was, of the thing into some ice. His was mixed. Oh, so his okay. thing was paying people to come clean his shit. Cause he didn't want to do it. Oh yeah. yeah. That's baller. Mm-hmm. Always replacing your, Kegerators. The yeah. problem with that is, is they're always the same mixture. I like to start out with like a, maybe a, maybe a two finger and then you know, <laughs> later, a little later in the night, maybe yeah. a three finger Golly. Then to a four finger. It's Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> My grandmother used to call herself a uh, nine o'clock alcoholic because as soon as it hit 9 PM, she'd have three fingers of uh, a crown roll. Oh yeah. Mm. Crown and cola, cola is delicious. Yep. Yep. It is. Mm-hmm. Yep. I turn into a generous guy when I'm pouring. <laughs> the more you pour, the more generous you become. How come we don't have a crown and cola today, Charles? It's Monday. And? Well, they're a sponsor. It doesn't matter. It's Monday. Five o'clock. I, have, I have a routine, okay? <laughs> Stick to it. I don't drink before 3 p.m. I don't drink on Sundays. I don't drink on Mondays. Really? It's the Lord's no, Day. The Sabbath? Well, no, no. I mean, like, I just don't. I just never do it. I don't know. It's just because you're one of them weird religions? Yeah. Nah. Which well, one? Like, I, th- I figured, like, Sunday would be a time before you'd have a couple beers. Uh, no, I don't. I don't know. Foosball. Yeah. You yeah, never drink do during Monday night we football. Like, we used to get together when I got together with the boys and we'd have, like, a fun Sunday. So the only football day you drink on is Thursday night football? That can't be true. So this season, yeah, nine weeks in. All right. Those have been the best games. If I was to, let's say, get together with somebody tonight and go for wings, I mean, I would have a couple beers. Yeah, that's fair. I would. That's fair. But I'm I looking s- forward to December when I can drink every day and no one questions it. I get my Christmas <laughs> bottle of Irish cream. That's right. And I drink it with my coffee every morning. And if I get drunk by 9 a.m., then that's the way the Lord so intended. Okay. <laughs> One of the best lines. So last night was the Simpsons are still making brand new episodes. Did yeah. you know this? Of course. Yeah. The kids Hell are yeah. super into Simpsons. Last night was the Treehouse of Horrors. The brand new Treehouse of Horrors. Cool. In the first third story. Bart becomes an NFT (laughs) and he becomes the first human NFT and therefore is worth $1.5 million. And so in one of the scenes, Milhouse's dad is dragging him to the machine to throw him in it. (laughs) And he's like, I don't want to go here. He goes, have some more chocolate milk. And it's a bottle of Kahlua. (laughs) (laughs) I saw that the Simpsons is modernizing these days, but uh, Homer no longer strangles Bart. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Season 83. They clued in Uh, child abuses. Strangling bark. But you can still neglect the dog. That's fine. Of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, this one was gory. 
Santa's little helper. Oh, really? The second part, I'm not going to ruin it because if you guys, if you're a oh, spoiler for you, but do you remember 20 years ago, there was an episode where Sideshow Bob finally has Bart dead to yep, rights on a yep. boat. Yep. And he sings him the whole musical that he yeah, was yeah. once in <laughs> just to buy him time. The SMS Pinafore. The last request. <laughs> the SMS Pinafore. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. So the second third starts with that one. But that scene ends a bit differently hmm. and it starts a foreshadowing into what Lisa becomes. Did Kelsey Grammer come back and voice? Oh, that? yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No way. It's so good. You guys, honestly, I watched it with my son in real time live while the football game was on. We enjoyed the shit. Out there of it. have been. It was good. 754 episodes of The Simpsons. Oh, my God. <laughs> it just does not stop. And they, I heard that like the voiceover work is so short now. It's like an hour a week for the cast. They sound yeah. different. I've been watching. Like I, I stumble in. They always have it on. I'm telling you, it is always on my TV at home. But like episodes back when you I Paramount was. Plus? Uh, no, it's on Disney. Plus. Oh, Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Yeah. It's always on much music, too, for some reason. Yeah, but my, my kids <laughs> makes just, sense. Much watching music. it like in chronological order. Oh, they are watching it in total sequence. Oh, so they'll be done in 17 years. Yeah, they're on like season like 20 right now. Oh, my God. So it's like the hate, like really pivotal episodes that I remember being super funny and like and I was last night's Homer, a couple of the characters, they don't sound the same. They sound very well. Dang, Dan Castanell is probably old now. I mean, Hell's Bells, he's been doing this for 30 years. He is 66 years old. There it is. Dan so that Castaneda. is almost a 70 year old Homer. Yeah. Jeez. And Bart would be like 38 now or something. I read. Yeah. Yeah. I went on the. And it was a she that did Bart. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She does Nancy a lot Cartwright. of. Yeah. Nancy Cartwright. Yeah. She did another one too recently. I forget what it was, but she sent out a like a TikTok or social media video of her like doing all the the voices that she does and then I forget it was a recent show that she was doing and you're like holy shit she does that one too I was I love voice actors that yeah. do that like you got Hank Azaria or whatever like do all your voices oh, he's from the, the he's Simpsons a goat. and he just rips through 10 15 characters yeah well then they that Dan Castle and or however you say his name he was on he does a bunch too a, a late night show and I saw it a clip of it on instagram about a week ago and it, you just sit there and you're just like he does like 14 characters yeah. and they're all amazing like the and he well, doesn't like the thing that's amazing to me about voice actors too is it's like when he's doing homer it doesn't drift into chief wiggum at any point it's mm. just it's no. right in the pocket yeah. yeah and then there's like h john benjamin who's bob's burgers and archer they just all sound literally the exact same <laughs> they're, they're all the same guy he does the um the comic book guy and family guy too is they, they just all sound the same that's cool go watch yeah. simpsons go watch that the trios horse well i got 745 episodes Watch it tonight about eight o'clock. I think I'm probably like halfway through them. If I just kind of, <laughs> when I timed out, when I stopped watching the Simpsons, I bet you'd be shocked how many Simpsons episodes you have not seen. I'm going to say at least 500. Oh, there's a whole, Jeez. there's at a whole, probably episodes. 2021 back to 2016. I bet you I didn't watch a single one of those like live. Are they good? I don't know. Uh, well, wait, my son will be there in about two weeks, <laughs> three weeks. <laughs> I don't Amazing. know. Yeah. <laughs> Just it's fun though that magic. your boys are watching The Simpsons. I remember when I was a little kid, probably about their age, and some people just did not let their kids watch The Simpsons. It was too intense. Yeah. So the conversation has started. Dad, when can I watch South Park? Oh, South oh, Park's so good. Yeah. I know of a couple episodes that are 
not as bad. <laughs> so I let them watch a couple. It was like, this is it's what you funny have to look to think about South Park. I was talking about this with me misses the other day. I started watching that show when I was 12 years old and I still yeah. watch it. Oh yeah. Really? It is I, like I have, we all probably had that show where we have our DVDs of. Mm-hmm. I have all five seasons of Entourage. Great show. <laughs> I don't know why. Great show, but it's great. At the time it was like HMV it, Christmas it, special. It was so cool that show, but like not a great show. I like rewatch it. it. Not a great show. Um, and I have seasons one through like 13 of South Park. So do I. I have a big box of South Park. They're boxes. huge and they're yeah. thick. Like, yeah. Mine was family guy. I was always a family guy. Yeah, family guy is amazing. Even like I, I watched it when I was like four years old, five years old. My, my mother hated it, but I watched it with my dad and he, he thought it was hilarious. But uh, yeah, mine, mine was always Jack. Um, I almost said jackass too. I, I watched jackass too, but mine was uh, mine was family guy. I've always been a big family guy. Even I was going through my Snapchat memories. The last three birthdays I've had, I've been watching uh family guy either with a J or uh uh, uh, some sort of alcoholic beverage along with me as I'm turning. <laughs> that I thought birthday. you meant like Jay. Yeah. Jr. Yeah. Like, Jay down. He just comes over for your birthday. You guys just watch Only on his birthday. <laughs> Only on your birthday. Jay comes over. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Family Guy. I didn't watch it real time, but like the clips on. Oh, they're so good. So good. Oh yeah. yeah. All right. There you have it. Go subscribe to the Oilers Nation YouTube Holy channel. Christ, that was long. That's how we're going to wrap it up. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Want to thank our friends at Crown Royal, DoorDash, and Alberta Blue Cross, making it all possible. Most importantly, all of you for listening. Tyler and Jaron here, so we were allowed to go 15 minutes long. Enjoy, everybody. Have a great week. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.